Welcome to another edition of Between Two Beats. In this particular case, the series finale. Boo! So to end the joke, to end the joke of all jokes, let's just say a hello, Ariel. Hello, Ariel. Hello, Ariel. So this is the season finale. I say season finale versus series finale because, you know, uh, Ariel, you're still a very young person and I still have a lot to say. So there's a lot on your plate in the coming months. Uh, so, so, you know, we've yeah. decided that this is a good place to stop. Uh, but like everything else in life, uh, you never say never. So, so it's the series uh, pause, for lack of a better term, and the season yeah. finale. Is it? Are we episode 17 or 18? I thought we were 17. I could be wrong. I thought so. Yeah. I, I thought I, so. I lost track. And, and, you know, and there's a lot of episodes that never got released. And there's a lot of failed attempts. Uh, so, so we've probably got 50 attempts under our belts, uh, but we have only <laughs> released uh, uh, 17, let's say. Uh, and it's been a very interesting series because for the most part, with the exception of a couple of episodes where I had a bit of a, a heads up, uh, I went in cold on this. So uh, it's I never knew what the topic or the conversation would bring. And, and for you, it's stuff you never really talk about or, or, or listen to. So... You know, before we get into the finale, for lack of a better term, your big takeaways from uh, from from you know seventeen odd plus uh, conversations. I think my favorite episode we did was when we were talking about like virtual reality. Mm. Um, I was even like I went back and like re-listened to it as well, and I thought that was good. I think it w went well too. I think from what I've seen, it has like the most views on it as mm. well. Um, I just thought the conversation. Because obviously the first couple we st like we stumbled and even the ones we released, it was still kind of like I was getting used to you and getting mm -hmm. comfortable in front of the camera and asking questions. And um, yeah, so I think that one just that was kind of in the that was a couple episodes ago now, mm -hmm. I think at least three or four. And I just thought it went the best. And I also learned a lot about VR. Um, most of the stuff here, cause I work obviously in this, the industry of digital marketing, you hear a lot of stuff, but like, I don't really listen intentively because it doesn't really pertain to me because I do billables for the mm. company. So it's kind of like, man, I don't really care. I don't really need to know. So I have learned overall a lot, but I would probably say my favorite episode was that one. So if anyone wants to go back and listen to it, I would suggest that one, um, yeah, it was kind of interesting. Yeah. And then we also talked a lot about, the, like, we had some movie references in there. So if you need some good suggestions. <laughs> I I, th I think that was the one episode, honestly, oh. where you were the one that really picked the topic. Whereas I think the other one's kind of where your, your dad kind of leading the conversation. That one was truly, you know, one, like, the one that I liked was the one we just did on newsletters. Because that was the same thing. It was a topic that I think that you had... Uh, uh, thoughts on you, you had a, like you, you contributed mm -hmm. a lot to the conversation, right? Uh, and I think both of those were less of a you throwing a question to me and me, ver you know, ver verbosely answering the question in real time. Um, yeah, the AR VR one, because I kind of use those two as a combination episode. Um, yeah, when you look at those two in combination and you hear stuff like the multiverse that you hear now. Uh, mm -hmm. which, you know, your dad equates to the last movie he just saw, but it's that evolution of, um, you know, what we see right now is what it th is the internet. So it's, it's, it, they're up there. Uh, I think, uh, as you say, with, with great content that 
five years from now, I think will still, uh, you know, be, be valuable, I think. So, uh, but yeah, uh, to me, it, it would was, be probably yeah. more relevant then probably with the way technology is headed. It's already there. And we had spoke about that in that episode about how far technology has already come. And then where, cause we had it, we tended to have a flow of like where it's, we would kind of go where things have been, where we are now and where it's kind of where we think it's headed. So I thought that one, yeah, where it's headed. I mean, it'd be interesting to see come back in five years and to see where it's headed if we were right. Well, I, I, I always try to make a point of making the content, uh, and this leads into what we're about to talk about, uh, evergreen. Mm -hmm. And what the word evergreen means is that it's reusable. It's not time stamped. You know, the, the, the information that we provided on you know, the, the newsletter campaign, which was the last episode, that same value, basic information for someone that doesn't know it, that's still great 101, you know, 201 level information. So yeah. all the stuff with the exception of maybe, as you say, movie references that may not age properly or, or me who may not age properly. Uh, I honestly believe that, that what we recorded here uh, now that it's out there, has a life on its own. It may it may stay as Cricketville, which is fine by me because you got information and your dad got information and the three of us kind of, you know, built something together through these episodes. Um, but yeah. none of those episodes are scenarios where a person five years from now coming across it can't go, oh my God, there's now 17 more of these. And then they get yeah. to this episode and they go, oh, they were, they were just getting perfect. So I will pass it over to you. So as we, you know, uh, bring up the final episode and I've lost count. So that's a good indication of how many episodes we've done. So this, this season finale, as it were. Yeah, I was also going to add to that what you what you had last said, even though it might be crickets, you had mentioned way, way long ago when we first started doing this, you kind of like more of like a B2B mm. standpoint. So even from my point of view, if it's ever comes to point like, hey, are you been in the been in front of the camera? Have you spoke? I could use this for my resume. You know, I did um, podcasts or vice versa. You could use it from business to business. Like, hey, here's some information um so i think at the end of the day it's useful for both of us oh yeah even if there's like it's to the crickets well and, and like i said the cricket in this case plus trevor which which is a valuable added cricket uh but you know from a tech stack point of view what we built here over the last year or so uh is mm -hmm. going to be used in the next incarnation of whatever i'm doing and it's you know probably something dealing with the blockchain and other technologies that then it was way past what you're really interested in talking about uh and, <laughs> probably and, and, and you know not to give things away but i'm actually going to be taking over your spot and i'm going to be bringing in someone else and they're going to be the actual host so i'm actually going to be the sidekick for a change mm -hmm. so so wow. a, a lot of what you've done is actually prepped me for what I'm likely going to do in this next series that I'm producing, uh, which is more to promote the other person than myself, but I'm that, you know, chalkboard for lack of a better term that gets them talking. Right. So, yeah. so, so yeah, uh, the, you cannot discount the effort and what you get from that effort, you know, and like I said, mm -hmm. you in front of a camera now, that is t uh, skills, uh, required skills considering where we are, uh, especially mm -hmm. on a global market. You know, you're you're rocking the plexi cam. I'm rocking the plexi cam. Uh, I know you're seeing me slightly different because I'm using a, se a second camera. But you know, yeah. from my point of view, I'm staring at a camera that is your eyes, for the lack of a better term. And 
I can't go back to a non-Plexicam, and that's our final plug for Plexicam, who's been the unofficial sponsor of this series. But, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, definitely you in front of a camera now to any employer down the road. Um, mm-hmm. here's my testimonial, give them this, this episode, you know, uh, that this is going to be your best episode. So take it away. Final episode. Final episode. I thought that we would go with a bang. And I thought, because you've done such a great job with like everything from our production, like the production of the Poptics TV and our conversations between, for between two beats. And I kind of just wanted to emphasize the your fave one of your favorite slogans repurpose 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 i've heard you say this so many times and i know anyone that knows you has heard you say it and um i guess kind of before we go into it i wanted to ask where this original idea came from like what made you be like yeah i kind of agree with that because some Mm -hmm. people i want to kind of go into like the struggle because some people do really think i always need stuff that's new and you really are like no no so is there yeah. like did it originally uh, how, how, okay so, so anywhere so, so the quote itself originated from one of your dad's events so it was tweet stock high uh and that was the I one, remember that, that one. Yeah, and scott stradden and john morgan had the main stage and there was a lot of breakout rooms and your dad was kind enough to give me one of the big breakout rooms and mm-hmm. it, it was full it was a great event um and it was probably me at the height of my social media character i was still running the social business mentor branding and i I haven't used that since the the old podcast days but you know it was rob levine the social business mentor and when i do a presentation sadly your dad actually didn't get to see it because he was in the other room but for those that were in that room is probably an eye-opener presentation because the stuff i used and did uh, was way ahead of what people were seeing So, so all that to say i realized as i was doing it that that you know what i consider to be you know, repetitive stuff is brand new to them, right? So that quote, the repurpose, repurpose, repurpose came out of that uh, live presentation. And as you may know from what we do in these, I don't go in scripted. I have a theme, I have a breakdown, I have a schedule, uh, and I play to the room. So that repurpose, repurpose, repurpose never got written prior to that live event. It literally came out of my mouth (laughs) as you were talking as i was talking and it became you know one of four things so to your point those that know me and i'll just put this on the record i'm known for three quotes and a tattoo so the tattoo is the stay humble tattoo and the three Mm -hmm. quotes are the repurpose 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 which is by far the one that most people know me by uh numbers lie relationships rule and that also was a tweet stock one and that was it doesn't matter how many numbers you have you got to build a relationship with these numbers you can have one person this is the b2b model one person equates to ten thousand, right Uh, and the other one was uh oh god now i forgot it numbers lie relationships rule was one it's your slogan how can you forget it well no the repurpose 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 became the slogan it'll come back to me but there is a third one and it's it may be important, it may not be important, but the repurpose, repurpose, repurpose by far uh, mm-hmm. outside of the tattoo, which is visible every time I do something, uh, mm-hmm. got branded to me. And the idea there was simply that if you've got something that you haven't used elsewhere, use it, you know, as opposed to beating your head over the sand for something new. What's, yeah. what's in your, you know, what's in your, 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 your toolbox, right? Uh, and, you know, you, you know, the movie Princess Bride. 
Of course. Of course. I love that movie. Exactly. Uh, so, so there's that scene where all of a sudden I, we need the cloak of the apocalypse cloak or whatever it was. I forget the exact terminology. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, my God, why didn't you tell me you had this? You know, and all of a sudden the, the entire plan was based on something. that Oh, you mean this, right? So it's that yeah. knowledge of what, what do you have already before you start asking yourself, what do I need? What do you have? And a lot of the stuff I do with your dad is taking old sites and making them new. And a lot of it mm-hmm. is I'll take a look at what they got. I'll, I'll scour the web. I'll scour their, their social and, and I'll build something fresh. And, so for yeah, like for, for um, digital marketers, for anyone listening, yeah. We give kind of like a breakdown because for like even just for this episode yeah. specifically speaking between two beats, we do the episode. It's kind of cut. You sprinkle little bits of it and you release it among at certain times and yep. s- scheduled times to all your socials. Then we have a blog written for it. Then that's kind of sprinkled. Then there's um, like an AI kind of mm-hmm. done. There's lots of stuff done, sprinkled, and then and reused for one episode among socials over X amount of platforms yep. over X amount of time. Like, so just kind of maybe give an idea to anyone listening, like how much is repurposed out of one, one simple episode. Okay. So, so before I get into that, because I finally remember what the third quote was. Oh, okay. <laughs> content is free. Context is where the value is. And that was actually the first one. It goes back almost 12 years. And the idea okay. is you can, and this applies to this because content's free. There's mm-hmm. so much content out there. We've created a gazillion content, but what makes that content relevant to the individual is the context that you to apply yeah. to it. So repurposing is not just rehashing, not just copy pasting. It's taking something, taking let's say 75% and then sprinkling 25% of contextual value that is maybe related to something that's modernly happening right now, right? So now that same basic content could be repurposed across maybe 20, you know, events, right? But you're always adding something contextual because the content is free, but give context and you're providing value, right? So it's got to be taken in context of all of those together. You know what I mean? Uh, you want to repurpose, hopefully, to an audience. Now, I don't have an audience, so, so that d- diminishes. Uh, but the audience of three is a great audience that I'm working with because, you know, how is that information passing through those three individuals? Uh, but yeah. to your point about that process, if you start with video, you now have a video track and an audio track. That audio mm-hmm. track it becomes a podcast without extra work, especially if you formulated the conversation to be generic enough to be any media, right? So nothing that yeah. we do on video is necessary for someone listening, right? So it is scripted, mm-hmm. it, well, scripted. it is structured in such a way where you could be listening to this and uh, you don't need to be watching. There's maybe three episodes that we did where, where maybe there was that extra video that we had going with the game and stuff like that, right? Yeah, but, but these are made to be podcasts, but they're recorded in video. Well, not only are they recorded in video, they are streamed. So we start with a stream. Now I have the ability to say, and for you as well, that you have been streaming on a regular basis for the last year successfully to Trevor. Exactly. <laughs> okay, which, which, check. Which, check, done, okay. <laughs> uh, but that, so that's step one. Now we take that stream, I take the recording, I trim it, mm-hmm. I clean it, that gets released. Okay, as a premiere, that audio gets released as a premiere. The blog post, as you say, gets written based on someone listening. 
So that's the third, fourth listener, right? The, the, the person that actually writes the blog. So thank you for listening to this episode. And we thank you for your past contributions. This is your shout out. So yeah, so, so now you got that person taking their interpretation, which I love, by the way, their interpretation yeah. of what we are saying, which adds a different spin. And then we run that through an AI series that is now putting a voice over that interpretation, right? So two people removed from the podcast are voicing and, and talking about the value of the context, for lack of a better term, yeah. of what we did. And that entire package as a whole is a winning model if you've got an audience, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but what we've done is we've done a great job polishing that process to a point where it's repeatable, uh, it, it, it's, it's purposeful, uh, and down your, to your point, it's evergreen. So whether or not it gets used by someone else 10 years from now, which is just mm -hmm. an extension of the repurposing, we don't yeah. know. And that's the beauty of social. Okay. It's not putting it out there with an expectation. It's that expectation. You, you might get a call 10 years from now and say, you know what? I saw you on this series 10 years ago. Oh my God. And you're going to be what I did what now? You know what I mean? I'm going to be like, you You know, I, I saw you this year and you look so different because you got a big beard. And yeah. 10 years from now, I'm going to look so different. I'm like, I saw you, but you don't even look the same. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think, I think um, just the saying itself is very like meaningful, especially because society now I find, especially people of my age, like I'm a bit younger than you, obviously. Um, but a bit I wiser find, now, like, I'm hoping. We're, we're a, yeah, we're older and wiser, of course, but yeah. we're a, we live in a, like a discard society. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if something doesn't work, we throw it out. If something if we don't like something, we throw it out. Like, people don't really like repurpose, reuse, or mm -hmm. like fix, or and that goes like across the board for anything, but in specifically for digital marketing. Um, I well, find a lot uh, of sorry. People, let me interject of, there one second. The reason I call the other series the disposable web was exactly with that mindset. That entire yeah. two season series called the disposable web plug plug was all about how we just toss this stuff away. It's, 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 it's free, as you say, continue. Yeah, and like, and like you said, there's loads of content out there. Yeah. And, um, I think content creators nowadays, which I kind of want to lead into my next mm. session, really struggle with always wanting to be the person to create something mm. new like mm. of course everyone would love to be that person but at the end of the day there's a saying you only need to be like like there's to be original or to, mm. oh yeah to be original you only need to be 10 percent new because mm. realistically there is so much out there yeah and yeah so i guess yeah. i kind of want to elaborate on that i, 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 th I think talk about how I, I like that question because it ties back into actually, and you may not remember this, one of our first conversation, which was I had beaten the dead horse that was the Social Business Hangout podcast to death. It had been mm -hmm. used, abused, and repurposed, and, <laughs> and, and I've done, did everything I could. It's still out there. And then we had that Viking funeral uh, cyber attack that basically made me decide, okay, fine, it's time to retire, right? So there, mm -hmm. there is a, a, a shelf life maybe yeah but there's definitely a a repeatability crutch that you want to avoid and i fell into that trap so a lot of what we did with this series as well as the disposable web plug plug but with this series was about creating fresh content but still yeah. using the repurposing so when we think about how much gigabytes of content we created so if we factor in all of the video all of the audio and we put a, a some form of digital measurement on it we created a crap ton because to your point 
when we uploaded that video to our repurposing platform, uh, mm -hmm. it was in a scenario where that then got sent to, you know, seven channels, right? All crickets because no one's on these channels anymore. But the idea was that you now have the same content literally existing 10, 10 locations on the planet, right? That may disappear a year from now or may not disappear, right? So you don't know which of these things might get picked up whenever. But yeah. from that one hour conversation setup time that we do, we literally generated probably 30 hours of equivalent yeah. media. So the repurposing is more than just taking the old content. It's also because it's, I say it now. I think it's all, it always has to be relevant, it right? Like be, it's yes. not like all content's not going to be very like relevant to everything. So yeah. like you obviously have to keep in mind as much as repurposing is great. I think I'm at more of a standpoint of like people are so caught up in trying to create stuff new when there's so much content out there, like the digital wasteland that you yeah. talk about or like just that you could easily just use and repurpose again and adding your 20% of context, you know, just, just yeah. what's like when that, when I'll shout out to the writer again, the person that listens to this and writes, you know, the thousand words that we use for the blog post, you know, that yeah. interpretation is contextual, right? So if, mm. if we, if we consider that to be 20% and us being the other 80%, you know what I mean? You're adding value every time so if you're now picking up someone else's podcast let's say this one five years from now you're listening to this right now you can't believe that you missed out on this when it was live but here's your opportunity you're going to take this video and you're going to do something with it you're going to write something that's 20 percent of the effort we did that's new and you're going to then embed this video okay and thank you in advance but that's that's it you can create 20 percent of new content and then say, you know what, this is what I took from this hour long conversation. You can read my bit. And by the way, if you want to listen to this, please do here it is. Right. So yeah, it's, it's not just you repurposing and you trying to be original. Everybody else out there has that same issue and yeah. you don't necessarily need to plagiarize when you add yeah. context because your context is you. Your, your view of these conversations versus my view of this conversation versus Trevor's Very view, different. Completely yeah. different and would be four great interpretations of fresh mm -hmm. content based on something that might not have been heard for the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. This was recorded so circa what, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, what <coughs> is there anything you have uh, for people who might be struggling with that either the end of like over repurposing mm. or the people on the other end of like constantly feeling they have to create new content. I, for, for me, it comes down to this. I am a great writer, but it takes me forever to write. Okay. Meaning, you know, if I really take the time to put something down, it's going to, I'll use the Douglas Adams quotes. I like the sound of deadlines going by. It's whoosh. There's another deadline going by. Okay. But that's what it takes to write, you know, stuff. It, dep it depends what you value more, money or time. Well, like, for, do you value I mean, your... What I mean by that is it's not my best way of generating content. Audio-wise, yeah. I can bleh, you know, as you've experienced Talk so forever. many times, yeah. for, you know, and it's fresh content. Yes. Ask me to read that. Ask me to do something with that afterwards. I can't. You know, ask me to reflect on what I just said. I can give you the highlights. Tell me what the script was. Uh, look at the transcript uh, remind me, you know, so, so you've got to be able to present yourself 
in the best streamlined way of capturing, whether or not that's you grabbing your camera and doing, you know, a, a 30 second clip on a video or you just talking or you just writing, like whatever it is, like, you know, your sister's a painter. She could probably do things more artistically than writing maybe, right? Uh, yeah. I'm definitely an audio, you know, a transmitter because writing is too slow for me. Like I, I need, like this voice is too slow for me to digest what's going on up there. Right. And you've experienced me going full manic. So mm -hmm. it's, it's knowing your medium. And then from that medium, how do you get that content out there? So in our case, we're fortunate enough to have someone to listen to this and write something for me. Otherwise I would t take this, send it to my transcript engine, take the transcript. And then from that transcript, I would do something. And for me, yeah. every time I try that, that's a dead end because I become the bottleneck. Okay, so knowing where your bottlenecks are and A, farming those out, like, you know, like we're doing with our blogger in this particular case. Thank you again. Uh, you know, because what they're writing versus what I would write, I'm too biased against it. Yep. And I can't listen to oh. myself again for a while. Yep. That makes it. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, I also kind of wanted to ask you, um, I have also, along with the three classic Rob slogans, another thing I've heard you yeah. talk about, and I know my dad's heard it, and again, anyone that probably mm. knows you, you talk about the digital wasteland. Mm -hmm. it, and it's, it, it's funny, it's every day more content's being created, right? And tossed mm -hmm. aside and forgotten, okay? And when you, when you go scouring in the wasteland, it's not like, you know, dumpster diving or anything like that, but I think of it more like you're going antique hunting uh, on a trip somewhere yeah. in Arizona, okay? And you're coming across stuff that you don't think exists, or you're coming across music you've never thought you'd listen to, right? It is yeah. such a diverse area, but it's all uh, crickets and tumbleweeds and whatnot, but it's still there. The gold's still there. It's just been yeah. buried, right? So if you think- You gotta dig. You gotta dig, right? So, so it's, uh, you know, the disposable web, which was that throwaway of all these platforms, I can, you know, create something, created so much content because everything became free. Now this content exists out there. Now some of the content disappears because let's say Facebook goes out of business 10 years from now, that data disappears, let's say. But in reality, if Facebook were to ever disappear 10 years from now, someone else would come in prior to that and buy the company just for the data, right? So the data tends to not disappear, it tends to be aggregated, and in many mm -hmm. cases, maybe put into a private uh, big data you know, farm as opposed to what we used to have, right? But it's still yeah, out okay. there. You know, just take Wikipedia as an example. You could lose yourself in Wikipedia, whether or not it's accurate or not. But, you know, you could yeah. lose yourself in Wikipedia forever. And that is just a sliver of the known Internet, right? So the wasteland is more that area between, if you will, what we know of the Internet, meaning your top 10 sites and mm -hmm. let's say the dark web, which no one should know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there's that. that <laughs> no one should know. No one should know. No one <laughs> but should, everybody knows. Yeah, don't go. Trust me. You, you'll never want to come come back out. Uh, but, you know, then there's that gray zone. And, you know, yeah, I love my gray hat. And the gray zone really is that that waste, you know, that, that gap in between. Right. And, and if you spend time there, that is a great place to farm content that may have never really got an audience but the value was still potentially there. What we just said in someone else's, you know, skill set might actually be more mm -hmm. valuable than us saying it. And that's that's yeah. point. Ten years from now, this will be out there still somewhere in some capacity, uh, mm -hmm. and hopefully someone may come across it. And what they do with that, 
will define hopefully something of it is a relevant context to them oh definitely if you make a connection to the person and that's the key mm -hmm. thing right like i've said this from the beginning you're an audience of one and that's the key thing is am i truly benefiting the audience of the time right and that's you and i have so so check mark success right um, mm -hmm. what people do with that afterwards as we repurpose the content, because I plan on using this still for another five years, just like I did with the hangout. This is still good stuff. Every so often I'm going to go back to an episode and go, oh my God, here's a snippet, right? So that's the next bit is we've got a lot of verbose content. How about repurposing some of that in smaller chunks, right? So, so, yeah. you know, uh, you've given me permission for your likeness on this series, uh, you know, for life check Mark. Uh, <laughs> But fundamentally, you know, as you say, you pointed out a great episode. I might go back to that when I'm capable of really listening to it and go, you know what? Here's 10 minutes from that. Yeah. And maybe here's another nine minutes from that. And now maybe I release that and you will have a special release of the Between Two Beats uh, six months from now. And you and I won't even be uh, on the Internet while it's airing, you know, because it'll be yeah. the extension of what we do. But, yeah, it's that same model is you've taken the time and effort to do it. Maybe put in yeah. that extra 20% when you're capable of or bring in someone to bring in that 20% that you can't. Mm -hmm. and, and that's where your dad makes his money. You know, these businesses that he works with know how to do their businesses, but they don't know what to do with their content. Yeah. In many cases, they don't have I the think, content. Yeah, they either don't know what to do with it or they yeah. don't have it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think, I think, uh, repurpose 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 is definitely uh, a slogan that a lot of digital creators should really let kind of sink into their head because i find you people get like i said before people get wrapped up so easily in like the society like everything has to be new and like everything has to be funny or everything has to catch people's attention or oh like the one time i caught people's attention but this time i'm not and and i wasn't good enough or something like this and and i think you could take one thing and repurpose it over the week and you'd still be fine like because i think people have a tendency of going like okay monday create new things mm. tuesday wednesday thursday like new things every day and then by the time you end of the week and you're back to monday you're like i'm out of ideas when you look at most modern content schedules that most marketing companies have yeah mm. they're, they're they're insane in terms of what their expectations are especially considering what the real let's take social as an example you know, declining, declining web, declining, 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 you know, where, where, where's all that effort? You take some of the bigger businesses in Brantford and you look at their social feeds, the chamber of commerce blank across the board in terms of engagement, right? That is a daily yeah. grind that an intern is having to do. And yet the chamber of commerce probably has the greatest access to, to, to old, old repurposable content outside of, let's say the library, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yet they're struggling to create content and most of that new content goes to dead air anyways, right? So if if you relook at things, it's three things. It's it's how much effort does it take to create? How much time do you have to create? And what do you use to be able to deliver on that, right? And some of it, like I said, I'm pulling information that's, you know, 50 years in the making to 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 curate this, right? None of this has been scripted. Yeah. Uh, if I no. were to be asked the same question tomorrow, I'd probably give you an entirely fresh bit of content, right? <laughs> but it's easy, uh, you know, we, we, I'll use one example and I won't give it away. A client of your dad, you know, had an about page that was blank, you know, and it's like, 
it's not about talking about you. It's talking about what you're passionate about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here's a page where you can take the time. If you're passionate about your, your products, if you're passionate about your people, if you're passionate about this or whatnot, and if you're struggling with content, ask the people that are there. You know, go to your office mates and go, what do you like about working here? What do you like about working here? And in the span of literally 15 minutes, you've got the content. So it's, it's, it's a desire to, to create first. Yeah. And then it's how yeah. much time do you have? And if you don't have a lot, that's where the repurposing comes in because the people surrounding you is content. It, you know, it doesn't have to be written somewhere in a vault. You know, no, you've, yeah. if you've got employees that have been with you for 20 years, trust me, you've got all the content you need. Exactly. Yeah. You know, sit down with them over lunch and create a podcast and, and bring your five top employees. Trust me, you'll have so much content after five episodes, you won't know what to do. And then as you say, your schedule mm -hmm. becomes, I'm going to release this here. I'm going to use this on my website. I'm going to use this on my social. I'm going to put this in my newsletter. Mm -hmm. I'm going to now put this into my corporate uh, uh, yearly uh, uh, document. You know, it, it's a philosophy. Mm -hmm. But now all of a sudden, every one of those opportunities is a touch point that is new. Our touch point right now is yep. you and your dad. Five years from now, mm -hmm. when this content maybe gets repurposed, who knows? Maybe it'll have an audience, right? Now it gets interesting. Yeah. We'll be, my, my dad had mentioned, he's like, you, maybe down the road, it could be like Iron Maiden because we know you're a fan and do a, do a retour, um, whatever it's called, where you kind of go back around and yeah, yeah. a retour. It's, it's, it's um, a retour is a good word. I understand what you mean. And the beauty you know of what I'm this, saying? I'm yeah. trying to think of, I'm trying to think of the word, a reunion. Well, the, there's a reunion, reunion tour. tour. Well, that's, that's why what I was thinking of. That's why I said this is the, the season finale. It's not necessarily the series finale because for us to dial this in and, and record something is mm -hmm. literally how long does it take us to set this up now versus when we first started. Right. So oh, those, are, those are skills. Now. Yeah, those are skills that you're going to be repurposing quite a bit, mm -hmm. I'm hoping, uh, as you move forward. So any final questions as we wrap up the series? Uh, no, I think that was everything. I think if anyone for listening, anyone listening, if they could take away anything, I think it would just be um, exactly that. The title repurpose, repurpose, repurpose. Don't get caught up in the societal norm of always having to be new, like and the one quote I said earlier, you only have to be, to be original, you only have to be 10% new. Mm -hmm. So yeah. just make sure you're that 10%. That's, that's where that context is, is valuable comes in, right? And, and if mm -hmm. for some reason, you know, 10 years from now, repurpose, repurpose, repurpose actually gets attributed to me. Just remember <laughs> that it took place at an event that your dad ran. So on that note, thank you, Trevor. And thank you, Ariel, for stepping out of your comfort zone and doing this over the course of 17 plus uh, attempts. <laughs> I think it's more than 17 attempts, but yeah. 17 official published uh, attempts. There yes. Go. Thank you, Rob, as well for everything. I think overall it was great and I definitely took away a lot. And at the end of the day, I am so much more comfortable now in front of the camera talking on a mic and... Yeah, no, I think I think I was compared to me being super hesitant to start. I was um, I'm a lot I've come a long way and I'm definitely happy that I did it in the in the first place. Well, this is a skill that trust me, you'll be using for the rest of your career.
it, it's, mm -hmm. it's the new norm, right? So on that note, farewell, everybody. If you did come across and you've listened to these uh, down the road, uh, you know, uh, it, if you want a reunion tour, you know, we need to at least have more crickets. So on that note, <laughs> take care, everybody. And thank you to all the crickets. Bye, Ariel. Bye.